My guest today is Megan Farouk Banesh. She's here to talk about Polygon's number eight game of the year, Soma. My name is Justin McElroy, and you're listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Megan, welcome back to the show. Hey, Justin. How's it going? You know, it's going really well. Uh, we're in a uh, typically very slow time of year for this gig. Yeah, uh, very relaxing time of year. Very relaxing, especially after like the last two months of the year are always so so hectic. Just a time to unwind and talk about games. So let's talk about Soma, which was our number eight game of the year tied with something else. Uh, Splatoon? That's right. I that think. sounds right, um, yeah. That sounds right. I don't have the list in front of me. So what is it about Soma that sort of stood out to that, you know, we play a lot of stuff that's good all year. Like, when you're putting together your list, uh, what was it that, that spoke to you about Soma that said, this is something that I, I want to include? So Soma for me, um, in my write-up, I called it <laughs> a little pretentiously. Um, the thinking man's horror game, but I'm really going to stick with that and double down because the thing I like about Soma is it is kind of billed as this horror game, but it's not a game that relies on jump scares or things that traditionally scare me in games. It's more like the situations you're encountering are things that when you really stop and think about them are kind of horrific or really terrible, but it's like a thing that you really have to stop and like digest mentally. You know what I mean? Um, Soma, I think, deals with a lot of concepts that we just despite video games being like a really interactive medium and the, you know the fact that there's so many different stories like i think it deals with really simple things that we don't ever see exploring games um like what it means to be human or or just kind of what that what that might mean in a virtual space to give like a really broad mm-hmm. answer before we dig, dig into this um did you feel like I, one of the things that sort of put me off of soma a little bit was that i felt like uh as much as i like the world and i like you know thematically some of the stuff that it was dealing with um mechanically it it kind of put me off i I didn't like that amnesia thing of like having to hide constantly i think it's kind of anti-exploration um where did you sort of fall with that stuff with it with the actual mechanics of soma itself so i'm kind of i'm gonna go polar opposite basically because i love that right so when i play um an action game or even a horror game if i have the power to fight back nothing is scary anymore because I have control of the situation and I'm very much not really so much into shooters but like man I love beating the crap out of stuff in video games so if I have the chance to like run up and like you know hit something over the head with like a crowbar like I'm gonna do it and for me that totally strips out everything that makes it um, a thoughtful experience or a scary experience Um, Soma meanwhile all you can do is hide and so it's super stressful because like you see something coming at you and it's like what what are you gonna do there's nothing you can do if it catches you you're just dead and so for me, like, it just really amps up the whole experience. Um, where does uh, Soma rank for you on your on your own personal list? Where did this sort of come out? That's a tough question. Um, I think it would have been a little higher up, maybe in like the, the fifth or sixth spot for me. Um, this year was interesting. There were a lot of really good indie games, I think, that came out of nowhere, um, in addition to just the, the good AAA lineup. That line is getting so blurry anymore, isn't it? Like, I can remember back, you know, sort of when Xbox Arcade uh, 
came out and sort of started to make indie games more mainstream, like Braid and, and things like that. And like, it seems like that line's getting so blurry now. Like, they're, they're, this idea of like a small game or a big AAA game, it doesn't seem as, as germane to the conversation when you're talking about like these game of the year lists anymore. Well, it's just like, I don't think you need to have a big production to make a good game anymore. You look at something like The Witcher 3, which, you know, actually didn't even make our list this year, but made a lot of, uh, should have been included on our list, posts from people. Um, That was a huge game, and it's a beautiful game, and you know that's like a huge team that worked on that. But then you take something like, like Her Story, which won, or Soma, which is such a smaller, you know, tight experience. And I think it's really just about the story you want to tell and the experience you want to give somebody. And I don't think that like a bigger is better perspective is really needed anymore. I was put off of playing Soma because I, uh, hearing some of the buzz about it, um, it sounded like it would be like take kind of take a toll a little bit of like an emotional like kind of puts you through the ringer a little bit. Um, talk about sort of the effect that Soma had on you while you were playing it, and and what sort of stuck with you afterwards. That's a good question. Um, I think that you're right. I think that. <laughs> I'm a pro. <laughs> do you do this for a living? I know. I, <laughs> um, I think that, yeah, I think there is stuff that definitely does stick with you. For me, though, that's what makes it good, right? The fact that I can put it down and kind of stop and, like, think about it, and it sticks with me, and it, it bothers me. So there, you know, I, I played through this section a couple times, actually, because I saw this game when it was uh, still in its demo early stages. And so there's just a section where you run into this robot um that's that's hurt and it's a robot that thinks it's a person if you are like hey man you're a robot it's like i have arms what are you talking about i'm like bleeding on the floor like can you do something like stop being weird about this um and you have the option to basically you're trying to get this door open and so you can reroute power power away from this robot who's hurt and effectively put it into like agonizing pain to like get through or you can actually look for a solution and um you know the first couple times i played through this i was kind of in a hurry and i i did the option where um I chose to put the robot through pain and if you the first time you do it it's like to teach you hey if you do this you're hurting this and if you choose to do it again like the first time he's kind of pissed and he's like hey man don't do that again the second time he just stops talking he just kind of like whimpers in pain and so when i did this and i chose the the lazy kind of crappy option um i don't know it was it was really sad like i did go back over to be like hey are you okay oh no Ooh, i did something horrible to you and it's like a weird choice that stuck with me because it's it's a robot not only is it a robot but it's a robot in a video game but it made me feel so guilty and i really i still just think about it because it's like well why didn't i just keep looking because i didn't have to do that out of curiosity did you play undertale i have started um i undertale is uh turning out to be a little tricky for me because i'm trying to go the totally pacifist route and so i die a lot a lot a lot um it's actually really interesting i think uh to draw a comparison between Soma and Undertale because even though like on the surface they couldn't be more disparate um they're they're both participating in sort of this trend that I I don't know if it's a trend but it's a theme you're seeing sort of um brought up repeatedly in in games of late where you're asking the player to sort of uh contemplate what they're doing beyond just like for mechanical reasons like they're trying to they're personifying um, some of these things that would otherwise just be sort of be mechanical um, and 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 making you live with those consequences uh, a little bit more um, in in Undertale specifically you're you are sort of you can even reset the game and some of the like 
things that you've chosen to do uh, stay with you and they force you to sort of contemplate like what what we do in games without even really thinking about it. Um, do you like that or would you rather just chill? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm of the, the opinion that, yeah, we need both, right? It's an interesting thing to kind of use as a world building technique because it is something that we don't see very often. I think that there's like that joke about like Nathan Drake and how Nathan Drake actually is murdering a ton of people, but we all still love Nathan Drake because he's just so roguish and charming. Um, but it is interesting because it's like, well, if you want to build this world that feels real and these characters that feel real, you probably can't have them just murdering everybody. Like when you really think about that, it's actually a pretty horrific thing. But video games, I don't mm -hmm. think have been challenged to to deal with that problem because you know, since they started, it was kind of like, okay, go go kill the bad guys. Like, that's been a, a recurring theme. You, like, kill bad guys. But it's like, what does that actually mean? Like, why are they bad? And I think that games like Undertale mm -hmm. or games like Soma make you stop and think, well, okay, what are you actually doing? And why are you doing this? And are, are you actually being bad right now? It, I'll tell you what's kind of weird, though, is that I don't think that we have a... Um, you talk about how we need both, right? And I think that's totally true. I don't think we have a good language for communicating the feelings that a game is going are, are going to leave you with, like that a game is going to leave you with um, in the same way that you do with like film or even books, you know? Like you think about it, like you very rarely would go see um, – a, a movie like and not have some expectation of like the feeling you're gonna have at the end like if you go see a tearjerker right if you go see beaches like you know <laughs> what you're getting into right you know Barbara Hershey's like not making it out because it's beaches like of course she's not I don't think we have a good language like you look at Undertale like you wouldn't expect to have any sort of like on the surface you, you know you don't expect that to leave you with any sort of like contemplative feelings or whatever like it's it's weird i think that i think that what gets people sometimes about about games that sort of delve deeper is that they that it tends to sneak up on you in games right yeah well i think because you're participating and so we're so used to games being fun that mm -hmm. idea that you sit down to play a game to have fun that when we start to have new games that make us feel you know, different things, it's it's surprising. Like to, to, you know, go slightly off topic, one of the games, one of my personal games of the year this year was The Beginner's Guide because I finished that game and I had never felt worse about myself oh, as a person no. or more guilty than after playing that game. And it's such a short thing and it taught, it just caught me completely off guard. I didn't expect it. So I think it's, it's also this weird thing where if I sit down and play a game and it's someone's like, oh, this is a sad game, you're gonna be sad. I just am kind of prepared for it and it feels very, I guess over the top sometimes so it's sort of like I prefer when it catches me off guard it kind of needs to awesome well Megan thank you so much for joining us and thank you for for uh, your write up on Soma uh, all this stuff is a polygon.com just like search for it you'll see it all there there are many other write ups on many other games uh, if you look at the polygon list I'm, I'm trying to ask everybody this uh, what do you think is the biggest uh, wrong. What's the wrongest thing about Polygon's list? Oh, Destiny. Get that out of here. Are you <laughs> <laughs> that is by far my answer. There are so many better games that that could have been on there. <laughs> Incorrect. But thank you so much for your wrong opinion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for Megan Frankmanesh, my name is Justin McElroy. Thank you for listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Quality Control.